The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. podcast welcome welcome good to see you here we are so excited and happy to welcome a special guest hawaii water woman lauren spaulding lauren is a world champion outrigger canoe paddler and surf ski racer she won the molokai to oahu solo championship 12 times and is also a member of one of the most successful women's paddling paddling teams winning 10 times uh, Laura is a resident of Kula Maui and was recently featured in a short film by Yeti called River Pirates. Welcome to the Mothership Podcast, Lauren. Thanks for having me. Woohoo! Okay, <laughs> well, I had the opportunity to watch a couple of those short films by Yeti, and I got to say, I- I'm a total fan. Uh, you are an absolute beast. I mean, just everything that you're able to accomplish on your own, solo, in the water, and and just navigate those rough conditions and on top of that you're a busy mom (laughs) yet you still manage to you know accomplish all these extreme challenges I mean how do you do that I I guess you just kind of just you know get through it one day at a time and you know don't think about it too much um but I feel like it's a balance of like taking care of your family and then making time for yourself as well like whether it be you know whatever it is that is you're passionate about, whether it be like finger knitting or, you know, paddling or surfing, um, you just have to, you know, you just got to put your, make time for yourself because when you recharge yourself, you can take care of your family better. Ah, right. On. I know that's, that's kind of my, <laughs> yeah. take on it. even, even if it's like a quick run or whatever it is, you know, but, um, and having the support of a big family also, that's been, I'm so fortunate to live on a family compound and, you know, I have an amazing mom and dad and sister and husband and brother-in-law and, and, and a whole network of like that goes beyond that, that has always been there to help me. It really does take a village to raise, you know, kids. So I'm fortunate yeah. for that. Totally. And you have what, two kids? No, I have four. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wanted to start I, small because I thought two I know, was not a job. I'm like, like, okay. You gotta be careful. But sometimes when I see people, I'm like, oh my God, I have so many kids. I have to remind myself. I'm like, no, I have the same amount. <laughs> like, wow. Four uh, kids. And uh, yeah. so, sh- okay. I assume they're active too then. 
Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's sink or swim in our family. Right. <laughs> um, but so my oldest, I, I know I'm kind of like in the ultra marathon of parenting. Okay. So my oldest is 23 and he just recently got hired on with um, um, city, I guess, lifeguard on Maui, which I'm super proud of him. His name is Haena and he's 23, totally out of the house, has a job. I'm like, check one, good. And then my next one is 17. That's who I'm with right now in Colorado, my rodeo girl. And <clears throat> then I have the seven-year-old who's my sheep rider. <laughs> and then I have a three-year-old who is a full savage. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, it's always the youngest one. <laughs> Man, so, um, you know, I mean, the way that you were brought up was pretty, you were pretty active too. I mean, right off the bat, you and your dad would go out on the water, right? Yeah, no, my dad from a very young age, um, and not just me and my sister, but like anyone that was like a family friend of ours was kind of almost killed off. Um, <laughs> like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, it's safe. And so I, I might have some trust, <laughs> trust issues, but um, you know, it, it, it's, it makes for good stories in the end. And I guess what I'm really appreciative that my dad taught us is he taught us how to like survive adverse conditions. And it, I think that builds character. Like it's really good to be hungry and cold once in a while and not know like maybe you're not going to sleep good or you're going to have to paddle for 10 hours and you might get stung by things and you might flip and something might go wrong. But I do think that that was like his gift to us, like hit the, such a huge character building moments that made us, you know, or like if the bag doesn't fit, like, you know, you're trying to close a bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being little and like, oh, and my dad would always be like, I'm going to close the bag. You know, <laughs> it's like, just sit on it, you know, shove your foot in it. But sometimes that doesn't work so good either. Cause then it can like explode in the airplane. But, um, <laughs> just like, you know, but, but, um, just like always making it work. So I'm, you know, I'm grateful to him for that. Yeah. I mean, your dad is like a legend, you know, out here in Hawaii. I mean, he's like infamous, you know, and he's has no fear. Um, yeah. Or he's numb, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, he's known for his radical training, I guess. Is that kind of what uh, you went, you kind of had to go through that. Yeah. From a young age, I think I realized, I didn't realize it till I was like, I like, six months into training for the Olympics. I'm like, oh my God, he was like totally doing base training with me at nine years old. <laughs> like where we would paddle for like, you know, nine hours and like not feed me much. And then I would just be so angry. And then I realized what low blood, low, like low blood sugar was, you know, like, yeah. and he, my mom was, is an amazing cook and my dad, it's not his specialty. And so when we'd be on these trips with my dad, we'd be so hungry. <laughs> uh, so now, now that we're older and we go on trips with my dad, we totally take over the menu. We're like, no, no, we got it. <laughs> you know, for um, our listeners who aren't as aware or, or fully know what the sport of paddling is all about, uh, what, what is it all about? Um, what is really important in being successful out there? Uh, you're pretty much a one-man band. I mean, when it's, it comes to solo canoe paddling, uh, can you explain the sport in detail for those listening? Yeah, so I think, I mean, I fell in love with canoe paddling at a really young age. And um, I think that there's so many different levels of canoe paddling. There's one-man canoe paddling and there's six-man. And, you know, I really do feel like it's a way to connect with your culture, like, you know, being Hawaiian, or even if you're not Hawaiian, if you like connect with canoe paddling, you're promoting Hawaiian culture. And um, 
it was just, it was such a, like, I was just so drawn to it. Sorry, that's my teenager. <laughs> um, it's like sneaking in. But you were outside. but but connecting with um connecting with the ocean and like and I think it's so important to like be active whatever it is you know um but I loved I loved being out there and paddling and in the one man you know it's it's you and your thoughts and getting and like working with the ocean and learning the how to work with the currents and different channels or even if it's a coastal race and racing, you know, Navahine and Molokai. And there were so many other women that came before us that paved the way um, that, you know, it's just amazing to be able to, you know, try to carry the torch that they, that they started. It's and a, we, I just, know, gotta, I just want to stop you because I mean, it, I guess it's because you've been doing this for so long, ever since you were like a really little, but it's like, you just make it sound so easy, but it's actually really tough. I mean, no, it's really one stroke at a time, one stroke at a time. You could tell any, you know, like if you're, if you want to do it, I feel like no matter what, right. If you're going to go running or walking or hiking or whatever it is, or sewing, I don't know why I keep coming back to domestic <laughs> things, but it's just like, it's one, one stroke at a time, one stitch at a time, whatever, you know, like it's just, even if you're like slicing bread, right. It's just one slice at a time. And then you just get through it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just feel that no matter what you're going to do, if you just start it, just keep going. Don't think too much about it. Just do it, you know, get through it. Yeah. But I mean, you got to be strong physically. Yeah, but it's all in the mind. It's in the mind first, right? Right, right, right. And, and, like, you, gotta, then, and you gotta read those waves. Like it's, it's about timing too, if you kind of want to conserve your energy and we're talking it, about, right? Totally. Use and like, energy. are you a paddler? Because that's not like, it's all about like, yeah. if you drive, not so many people drive sticks anymore, stick shift, but it's all about knowing your gears, you know, like, if first gear, second gear. And that's totally what it is about paddling in the ocean is about like, like being efficient. Like you don't want to be like revving your engine, right? You don't want to, you want to conserve the gas. That's why you, if you're driving a stick, right? You're, you're shifting at the right times. And that's the same thing with ocean paddling. You want to be using your gears at the proper times. So someone of your caliber, how long does it take for you to paddle from Molokai to Oahu? You know, the fastest I've done it is in four hours. Um, I was really hoping to, to break that in the, in the last couple of years, but because of COVID, we haven't been able to race it. So I've just been doing fun paddles on my own. I'll just, you know, like before I came up here the week, the Saturday before he flew up, my girlfriend was like, hey, we're going to go do a long paddle around Maui. You know, like it was a 25 mile paddle. And I was like, I'm in, you know, we had just gotten back from Oahu. My daughter was training on Oahu, riding her horse. And I was like, hey, I'm not going to miss an opportunity because I'm going to be I'm going to be fish out of water for three weeks up here in Colorado, you know, and then we're, we head up to Gillette, Wyoming tomorrow, but you know, it's just, you know, right now it's not my time. It's my, my kid's time to shine. And I'm so fortunate that I was able to, you know, I love paddling. I'm never going to stop paddling. When I get home, I'm going to jump right in a boat and go to States. But, but um, when you hooli, you're not even scared about what's no, 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 no. Like, especially when you're like from, you know, in the deep waters, right. You don't, you know, I guess you don't think about that. You're just, no matter what, like you got to deal with it. Right. Like whatever kind of adversity is going to come at you, you got to deal with it and you got to just take it, you know, one, 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 whatever step issue, however you want to deal with it. You got it. Like, there's no, there's no getting around it. Like if you do a the only thing you got to do is you got to fix the problem. And 
you know, and if there is a shark around, then you got to deal with the shark. But <laughs> it's just like, it's like going into Costco, right? You got to just navigate all the people. Like, have you ever, have you ever come close to like a super life threatening situation? Uh, I probably, but like nothing. I mean, I've been in situations that it could have gone really bad, but it didn't. And I've been aware of it. Um, but like same thing, right? Every morning we wake up and we get in the car and we go like what, however many miles an hour. That's probably more dangerous than paddling across a channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think, especially being a mom, well, because I've been a mom for like a hundred years, it feels like, um, <laughs> like in the ultra marathon of parenting. I'm like in the Mojave Desert, a hundred degrees, hundred fifty miles in. I still have hundred fifty miles to go. Just kidding. Um, but you know, like there is always going to be dangerous things every day that we deal with and you can't like, can't dwell on it. You just got to, you know, face them and move on. <laughs> All right. So then on that note, um, your pirate river pirates. Okay. So you went to Texas, right. And then you did the, um, Guadalupe river. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So we started in the San Marcos and then the San Marcos dumps into the Guadalupe. I'm drinking okay. wine too. And then you went to San Antonio, right. Is that what it is? No. Oh, what? Where did you end up? No, no. Um, we started, so um, San Marcos is like, I don't know, a little bit south of Austin. And then we paddled, so it, it dumps in, it's like beautiful. It's like super clean water. And then it dumps into the Guadalupe and the Guadalupe goes down to the coast. And then we finished at Rockport. Could be saying it wrong. I'm not really a Texan, but it was, but it's not, it's like a, it's like an intestine river. It's not like oh. straight, you know, like in Hawaii, like canoe paddling, we go straight, right? We're like A to B, fastest point. Oh my gosh. Paddling in a river is like, like you, you could just, it's not, it, it's a lot of maneuvering then. And then you were no, there. no, I mean the river, just like the river is like an intestine. It's, it's not going straight. It's like zigzagging. And so yeah. you're not, it's like a 270 miles of like zigzagging. It would have been probably way shorter if it was just straight, but rivers, yeah. you know, are natural and they don't go straight. Cause that's what I was going to ask you is like how different and how much more challenging is it, you know, just navigating so the way in a river. river so a river navigating a river is fine. Right. And it's like one side, other side can go forward and backwards. You want to go forward, not backward. And then um, what sucked about it well, what was great about it is that it was like ocean paddling is way more difficult. Like river miles are easier, but they just seemed really long. And what was hard for me is because I know my coastlines and I know my channels in Hawaii. Like I can tell you like, oh, 10 miles off the wall, you know, halfway across the channel. Like I know it like the back of my hand, but being on this river, I had no idea where I was going. I had no idea how long it was going to take. And it was making me nutty. And my poor partner, JT, who is like total badass, love him. I was like, hop, because he had the GPS by him. So I'd be like, how many more miles to the next checkpoint? <laughs> it, was like the, it was like the kid, like, how many are we almost there? Five more minutes, next bend. I was like, ah. And then by the end of the race, I was like, whoever freaking did this mileage on this race is totally wrong. They don't, Texas miles are way longer than freaking regular miles. And I was like, that is not five miles. That was like 15. <laughs> so, you know, I had to get over that. But it was a really cool challenge. I feel like, again, like coming back to the suffering, I think, you know, it's not like, yeah. like putting yourself in physical, you know, 
uncomfortable. Like, like, yeah, uncomfortable. I think it's really important to be uncomfortable because then, you know, at the end of the day, it puts good perspective on you. You burn endorphins, you feel better. Yeah. So how uncomfortable um, were you for this one? Is super, it true? Oh, that was like the worst, that was like yeah, the you worst didn't one. Sleep, right? Is yeah, it true? Sleep. Yeah, we okay. didn't sleep for like 46 hours. I had like gnarly cuts on my stomach from my, my like, because I have paddled for 12 hours. I've raced long races in Hawaii for 12 hours, but never over that. So I had these like high-waisted workout pants on and then like this sports bra that came down and was just like, oh, I just got eaten up. So at one point they had a GoPro on the boat and I was like, oh, I got to take off my bra. Like, and so the film crew was also our support crew. And so this one poor guy, he was so like, yeah, I was like, you got to take, got to take off my bra. <laughs> so I'm like trying to take it off. And so I'm like, and so I get it off. It's like around my neck. I paddled for like 10 hours with just my sports bra around my neck. I'm like, there goes my boobs. And, <laughs> Like, but oh it was like bleed. I was bleeding. My stomach was bleeding. From chafing. And then I was chafing. It was like it was chafed so bad that so bad that I was bleeding. And then I was like rubbing desitin all over myself. It was, but it was great at the end. You know, it did take me probably a couple of weeks to like recover from like the sleep deprivation. And because we were like full blown hallucinating. Um, you know, and then when we did finish, I was like could like my feet were all waterlogged and it, I mean it was great it was funny at this point now we can look back and laugh but I was like holy crap that was bad how many days uh 46 hours 40 oh my god holy smokes would you do it yeah. again I mean I'm like yeah sure but not not right now <laughs> <laughs> oh my I mean, gosh. gosh it's all this rodeo stuff I gotta do the rodeo <laughs> Well, I mean, um, yeah, you're, I mean, you're no stranger. I mean, you're a pro. I mean, that's why I say you're a pro at all of these challenges. Like I do, I do love, and I will say this, like paddling down that river in Texas, it was gorgeous, like beautiful. It was amazing to see, to see that like part of Texas, like, and I honestly feel like I, I love Texas. I think it's gorgeous. And like, and it's really fun to come to the mainland because I am such a Hawaii girl. It's good to see that, you know, and people were like, had no idea. They were like, who are these people? And like, they're, people were looking at me before the race and they're like, have, how much time he's been on the river? I'm like, oh, like <laughs> none, but like, I have a lot of water mileage. I got a lot of water time on me. And I had a, I had my, a Makana lean blade, which is like an amazing paddle. Let's look out of Oahu makes them. Anybody who paddles canoes on Hawaii knows about Makana Lee. So I had my blade up there. And I was, they were teasing me. They're like, oh, how's that girl with her big old spoon? I was like, <laughs> whatever. You know, I was like, okay, fine. Tease my paddle. But oh. it was, you know, but it was just, it was, it was cool to go and experience it. At the end of the race, I think, you know, everybody, and, and I, and the hats off, like, it's a cool race. There is, there's nothing. You get a patch. It's a, you have a hundred <laughs> hours. You have a hundred hours to finish this race. I don't even know if you get lunch. <laughs> like, like, it's like there's not even free beer like even at the like pre-covid maui races there you would get like a killer plate lunch and like as much beer as you could drink you know as long as you had a driver um but it was like there was nothing at the end of the race. <laughs> i was like I, I had to get carried out i was like holy crap you know i had like i had like so much desitin all over my oh stomach my i was like oh my god but um oh yeah. yeah and like I couldn't even take my clothes off at the end like I blacked out walking the car they're like oh I'm like I just had such low blood sugar and it was like they like the guys had to, I, I took off my bathing suit but they had to take off like my other like my pants and everything but I was like and it was gross I think they threw everything away too oh my god 
It was fun, yeah, gross. No doubt. You probably had the yeah. best sleep ever probably after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we, sl- we slept for like six hours and then we went and drank margaritas and ate Mexican food at this little place down there. Woohoo! That's yeah. the best <laughs> Mexican food ever. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was good. It was good. And then, yeah, it was. Yeah, I, then- I love these stories about your like no fuss. Okay, let's just do it attitude. And, you know, the fact that people will doubt you. And I mean, I, I, I watched that video from uh, Yeti and you mentioned about how when you went to the Olympic trials, even they kind of doubted you like well but then yeah then again they were training though they were like training in- yeah and so. they didn't know and they were like oh who's this girl and I and I feel like I have a ton of these like moments in my life where but you people know are like, you know what oh. I wanted to ask you about that though do you think yeah. it had something to do with the fact that you're from Hawaii maybe or well so Hawaii so the Hawaiians have been going up there and making the Olympic team for for years like I think I was the last team that there wasn't a Hawaiian on the team um but yeah like they they always kind of knew we were a threat but people like so they would ask me questions like oh how long have you been paddling Kate one for and I'd be like oh six months and so they thought I had only been paddling for six months and I was like no I've been like if you want to I probably have more mileage than all of them combined but I'm not gonna be like oh you know I'm just like oh I'm new to this and I really was like I could race 32 miles and you know confidently but 500 meters is a whole different story there's like a race plan and when I showed up at like world champion whatever like the whatever the world team trials in 2003 I didn't know what a race plan was I just went off the starting line and just like blew my wad until and like just (laughs) barely finished you know like there's a whole strategy to racing 500 meters like you do a start you settle you pick up again and then you settle and then you push for the finish I would just 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 you know big bumped it all the way to the as long as I could and which you know I petered out towards the end but but it was I learned a lot and people I they learned to respect me and I you know I just came in with you know I kind of came in like I'm the new kid on the block and I didn't know and they were like there was a girl that was crying she's like I can't believe you just started paddling after trials and I'm like no no like and when they when they all got to know me they were like oh you're a little crazy (laughs) <laughs> and then my coach would be like my this polish coach jersey he was great he was like Lauren, Lauren, when you go home because it was like right around the solo he's like you're not gonna race molokai and i'm like yeah no 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 i'm not gonna race molokai and i would totally go home and race molokai and then i would come back and he's like well did you win i was like yes i would oh. <laughs> okay um, anyway. right, this is a question for um you know as you know hawaii a lot of folks are really active because of you know, i mean we love the outdoors right here in hawaii um so there's a question for them um for the endurance athletes what what are your favorite foods to eat before a big race and then how what do you take to sustain yourself during the race and what do you do to recover after well okay so girl like from my whole starting of racing I feel like I did all the the crazy things but honestly I think like keeping it simple is the best like I love sweet potatoes like pre pre pre-race like and I do honestly believe like leading up to your race it's what you do the week before and like how you're sleeping like like if you're racing on Sunday you better be sleeping good from Monday all the way through Friday you're not going to sleep good Saturday night let's just be real like you're going to be awake like honestly 
don't be thinking you're going to sleep good the night before the race. It's got to be like the week before and you want to be watching your nutrition and you don't want to just drink water. You want to make sure you're putting electrolytes into your body. Otherwise you're going to flush everything out. No drinking. No drinking. Oh no, for sure. Don't don't stray away (laughs) from what you do. Like, and that's the thing too. Like if you, if you have a couple, want to have a couple beers, have a couple beers, like don't drink six. I mean, I probably have before, but I don't recommend it, (laughs) but like, you know, um, but like, just, you know, don't stray from too far of your routine. Like make sure you're sleeping good. You know, don't do a crazy workout before don't get body work, heavy body work done a week before. Um, I love sweet potatoes. I like steak before, like a couple days before. Um, but again, like my, all my, your nutritional stuff, you should have been loading from the week before. And then same thing with hydration. I wouldn't get too fancy. Like there's people that are, you know, I would just watch your nutrition and your electrolytes and make sure that you're putting in the right amount of electrolytes and water into your system. So, but I mean, like, are you doing and poi? And I love poi. Like, poi. So if I'm racing Molokai, I'll totally, I'll do poi, applesauce. Um, you know, and it, it, depending on what the conditions are like, if it's a downwind and it's going to be a favorable, favorable conditions, easy. I'm going to need like two water drops and like maybe a couple applesauces and a poi, and maybe like a, an electrolyte goo or something. Oh, okay. And if it's a if it's a hard race, you're going to need more than that. But, you know, that's why you have an escort boat for those longer races, because they're, they're your support. And then you have someone on there monitoring your nutrition. And I always have a, like a watch on my boat. So I'm always looking at the time. So I know that I'm hydrating, you know, like every 30 to 40 minutes I'm drinking or I'm putting something into my body. Is stretching important for paddlers? I'm sure it is. (laughs) (laughs) Should do it more. I'm just Uh, kidding. Um, uh, Yeah, no. Yep. I'm sure stretching is important. I probably need to get on a better stretching routine. Um, But again, you know, like I'm living a full-time life. I'm like right now, my kids are kind of consuming everything that I do and which I'm happy. Like I said, it's their, like, it's their time to shine my, um, oh shoot. I just knocked you oh, off. My oh, stupid I email. How do I find you? Oh, Zoom. There you are. Sorry. Can you see me? Can you see me? Okay, there you go. Oh God. I was like trying to get rid of an email. But so it's like, so, you know, I'm 42. I have won my races and I'm, but I'm definitely going to be paddling you know, the rest of my life. And I'm I'm hoping to be competitive for a couple more years, but I'm pumped right now. I'm with my daughter and she's getting ready. And we're up here at our friend's house and in Colorado, Ashley Borsum and Mark Morrison. Hey, hey. okay. So um, on that note, you're talking about that you're going to continue to paddle. Like, okay. So what, if there's any one like goal that you have that you want to accomplish maybe within the next five years, um, something new, what, what would that challenge or what would that? I would, I would, I mean, of course I would, I hope that the Molokai races come back. Um, but you know, again, I'm, I've just been doing adventure paddles and I would love, I'm trying to plan an adventure paddle, like that, which sounds super weird. I'm not, I'm not going to say adventure. I'm going to say like a fun long paddle, Mm -hmm. um, sometime before the end of this year. And I I'm, you know, I'm kind of like have some ideas, but you know, we'll, I'll keep you guys posted. Yeah. (laughs) But I I want to do, I mean, um, I do, I want to do a really long paddle throughout Hawaii and like, and just for fun, you know, like no time and like bring friends along and just perpetuate paddling and, and like health and fun. Okay. Has it ever been done before? Or you're, you're talking. Oh, yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
because I mean, well, from time to time, we'll you know do stories about like people in watercraft like doing those really long. Oh yeah, like from like San Francisco to Hawaii. Yeah, no. Do you have any a, desire to do? No. Or, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I, like maybe what I've been thinking of doing um, is going from Big Island to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, but just but like you know, making doing it, making it a fun like you know like I said bring along friends and and like be you know because like maybe I do want to suffer again <laughs> oh my god okay so um you know when I was watching one of the films um you were wearing this shirt and in the back of it it said trust and believe oh yeah, yeah. that is from our team Bradley so oh. so auntie Lena Alahaini um who who passed away um who is one of my you know one of my really good friends who is part of team Bradley Mahalani Botello that's her auntie um and so that was before we would race Molokai she would always do the like the blessings and she would chant everyone in and that's what she would tell us before she would be like you have to trust and believe and it really is it's a it's an awesome like mantra through life you know trust and believe it's going to work out and that's what she would say she was she would say look forward and trust and believe yeah don't look back and and it and you know it's not about winning winning is cool but um and we've been our team Bradley you know we we won it 12 times and we're super fortunate for that and there's so many women that have been a part of that team um but it is it's all about like and that's what I love about that race is it's about empowering women and going across the channel it's not about winning it's about just that accomplishment in general like I've, I've gotten fifth from last in that race you know, and it feels, it feels amazing, you know, so I just hope to see some more races, you know, now that COVID is going away, or I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but it would be great to see, I'm looking forward to seeing more distance races come back into canoe paddling. Yeah, you know, um, being a member of one of the most successful canoe paddling teams, what's the mentality of your team? I mean, We've heard, you know, um, canoe um, members of teams say like it, it's really living life is like um, or being successful in life is like operating like you're in a canoe with everybody else, like being one unit. You know, what what's the mentality of your team? So I think the mentality of our team is like first we're we're like we're an ohana, like we we have like a huge love and respect for one another and we train on our own and we get together when we get together it is like full juice like like we have so much fun like you know we're compatible and like I can't describe it it's like a really cool like bond of women that we just you know it's and it goes deeper than friendship you know it's like like it is it's like we get to go out there and bond over something deeper than you know it's I I can't even put words to it, but it's a really cool team. And there's like again, it's not just 10 women. There's probably like, you know, 25, 30 women that have made up Team Bradley. And we're all super tight. And it's a really cool thing. And I and I think just not just our team, but looking at other teams, I think it's great to see that many women empowering each other getting out into the ocean and going across the channel or whether it be a coastal race or a, a you know regatta whatever it is like we're taking time for each other and we're being healthy and we're being out in the ocean do you think there's like this unspoken language and just this understanding that like I got your back we got each other's back and 100 100 yeah and even even like the other teams so you know like even if 
even if you're competing and you're in the top at the end of the day, Hey, we're all on the same team. You know, we're, we're team. Like, again, like I said, we're we're, we're perpetuating Hawaiian culture. We're all out here together and we're supporting each other. And at the end of the day, we're going to be better people for it. You know, we're going to be happier and healthier. Mm -hmm. And Lauren, um, lastly, I guess, like, where do you see the sport of canoe paddling heading? I mean, do you feel like it's growing? Do you think it's kind of like slowing down the interest out there? Do you think? I mean, it's, I mean, I hope, like, it's hard to say, you know, like, um, I hope, I hope that, I hope it's not slowing down. I hope it's growing. And I think it is. Um, I'm an eternal optimist. And, you know, I think just, I think as more things open up, but, but I think, I think people, we're going to make a way to make it happen. You know, like States is going to be happening on Oahu here on what? August 6th. So, you know, there's going to be, everyone's coming over for that. And I think that's going to be cool. Um, but, you know, I don't know, I guess time will tell, but no matter what, you know, just don't stop going out there. Yeah. And um, we like to end our podcast with like an inspirational or meaningful quote that um, you could share with our listeners. Do you happen to have one? <laughs> like a quote? I don't know. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> oh, just do it. Eat the cake. <laughs> Anything that your dad would tell you, maybe? Or oh my gosh, my dad would say, just have your best day ever. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Have your best day ever. So I don't know. I I you know, I, I guess it's all, you know, mind over matter and you know, just be a good human. Right on. Right just on. Just be nice, be kind, be a good human, and you know. It's easier to be nice than to be mean. So <laughs> trust and believe, trust and believe. Trust and believe. Okay. Yeah. So um anything that we can look forward to? Any new projects with Yeti? Any other I mean in the not, work? I mean not I mean Yeti's a cool company. I'm stoked that they've come into my life and they're, you know, they've got some really cool products and they stand behind um some, you know, they're solid. So if you need a cooler, go get one. <laughs> You only have to buy it once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, their products are really awesome. All right, yeah. Lauren Spalding, thanks so much for talking with us on The Mothership. We're super stoked for you, and we're looking forward to, uh, as you said, going back into the water, and we're going to cheer you on and um, keep us posted on any uh, new adventures. Um, in the meantime, is there any way that we could follow you on your journey i mean i don't know i'm kind of like i have a social media but it's kind of boring <laughs> it's ls <laughs> underscore original oh, okay. it, was it was after a mai tai in tahiti ah, <laughs> nice. but um but yeah just i'm just kind of a boring mom you know i paddle and just do mom things so you know well and but we're, we're, you're, she's pretty well known so just google her and i'm sure that you'll find out yeah. what she's up to as well yeah well, no I'll, just, I'll be at a rodeo for the next 10 days so you know, <laughs> pulling a trailer and doing horse things oh my god <laughs> my, my other talent my other hidden talent yeah amazing. she is amazing. rodeo mom no she's amazing i mean right it's, i mean she already won yeah. a competition she's, up there, right? she's won a couple 2d races up here yeah i know and, and this this my daughter she should be like a pedigree paddler and then she's full rodeo girl and i'm like what we're in colorado pulling a horse trailer up to gillette wyoming <laughs> but we we brought her horse up here he's out of he's a molokai horse and he's he's probably the smallest little bugger at all these races but it's good it's been a, a, amazing it's great to watch her go through her successes and failures you know i think that the failure part is a huge part of learning in life and learning how to deal with it and overcome it so you know as a parent i'm proud 
Wow. Well, bravo to her and also to you for even managing to do all this, juggling it all, and also raising four kids. I know. Well, now technically three because one is gone. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. But yeah, no, no, it's it's good. But hey, thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Lauren. You take care and best wishes to you. Aloha. Aloha. Yes, we got a break.